Welcome to A Better HR Business, the podcast that looks at how HR consultants and HR tech firms grow their businesses and how they help their employers to get the best out of their people. Remember, for show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Okay, let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. It's Ben here. And today, I'm delighted to be joined by Alexander Skabinski. Alexander, thanks for joining me today. Thank you very much, Ben. Alexander is a man of the world. He's a Russian and he lives in Romania, but he works a lot with clients in the Netherlands and in the UK. Of course, Alexander, we need to start by me asking you the big question, who are you supporting in Eurovision? Ah, uh, <laughs> it's a nice question. <laughs> uh, Eurovision, yeah? Uh, I usually support uh, not a country, a specific country, but I support a person uh, I like the most, a person who okay. <laughs> who has a talent, yeah? And All right. I don't care so about you, country. You believe in the music, you believe in the art. I respect that. Yeah. And second question is, did you know that Australia is in Europe? Australia is in Europe? Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if we discussed this, but I am Australian and Australia is in Eurovision, which always makes me smile. So. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's... All right. I won't grill you with the, the Eurovision too much longer. But folks, Alexander's got a really interesting background. He he's actually comes from the B2C side originally. So his family has a business in the jewelry, a jewelry business and luxury marketing side of things. So he learned his marketing skills from a very early age and has, has taken that right through, through to setting up a web development and digital marketing agency. And as I said, with clients, particularly in the Netherlands and in the UK. And the reason we are talking today is because I actually saw a post of Alexander's on LinkedIn. So there's a good hint to everyone. Make sure you're um, active on LinkedIn. But I saw a post there where he had run a case study on, on LinkedIn advertising. And I'm sure if you're like me, you're seeing a lot of stuff out there about how to use LinkedIn for marketing and for client acquisition and particularly around how to connect with people and what message to say and how to follow up with that message and stuff like that. There's very little out there on paid advertising and paid acquisition. So I thought it'd be great to learn from Alexander and his agency's experiences and knowledge and see where it would take us. So again, Alexander, thank you very much for this. You're welcome. It's a pleasure for me. It's an honor for me to speak with you. And thank you for the invitation. Good. You're very welcome. Let's start, Alexander. Can you tell us a bit about your company? What do you do? Uh, sure. My company name is uh, All DGT. It comes from All Digital, and the uh, heart of it is uh, aiming to solve uh, digital problems businesses faces with. Mostly, we help businesses with their lead generation and with their digital marketing, and also with their image online. Very good. It's an important area. So, what would be the top one or two services that you provide most often in the B two B world? What sort of issue or pain are you typically addressing? Mostly, uh, we provide website for design services for software companies and digital marketing lead generation for uh, businesses or also B2B. For example, there are many software companies who wants uh, to redesign their website because they feel that they are, uh, are not in trend. Their uh, product don't give you a feeling uh, of a premium product. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so yep, they, yep. they come to us with uh, this problem, so they want uh, their product to be a premium because it's also a huge problem for businesses nowadays because 
customers are tend to buy from uh, websites that gives them trust and the feeling of premium, you know, of premium. Yeah. Because the first, first, first impression is really matter. So we work uh, on that, on helping businesses to nice. look premium. And by yeah. doing that, we even help companies to increase their conversion rates. For example, uh, for a software company in uh, United States called uh, Alpha HQ, we managed to increase their uh, conversion rate by 30% by doing website redesign only. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that's very impressive. I know, for instance, on the consultancy side, many new consultants and young consultancies, they go off to Wix and they get themselves, is it a free or a very cheap website? And then there's images that are broken and a horrible font and all this sort of thing. I suspect that clients or potential clients look at that and think, hmm, I might just go to someone who knows their stuff, even though you may be the best consultant in the world or the best uh, I don't know, HR tech firm in the world. Is that what you see or is that what you meant by the premium? Yeah, the, the, it's first impression. We try to make the first impression really uh, good, let's say, that yeah. way. Really positive. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. yeah, it affects our okay. perception uh, about the brand, about the service. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Can I ask, usually web design agencies are separate from a digital marketing agency. They're two different things. I, I see you're combined and I'm interested to know why because I think I can, I think I know why, but can you explain that? Yeah, we combine because we can provide more value to our customers. You know, for example, a customer wants a website redesign and they also need a lead generation strategy or digital marketing strategy. So by combining both strategies, we can provide our customers more value and uh, yeah. more results. And yeah. they don't, they don't need to hire two agencies to make the same work. Yeah, I see. And to add to that, I remember the very first website I ever got made. It was a big, fancy, expensive looking thing. It looked beautiful, but it wasn't built with lead acquisition conversion in mind. So I think if you're combining both approaches at the same time, you would probably get more clients coming in the door. Can we turn to LinkedIn? Because I found your case study very interesting. Can you firstly give us an overview of the paid marketing options on LinkedIn? What's possible? Uh, sure. LinkedIn is, for me, is number one for B2B, for generating leads. And the second will be Facebook. But let's stay with, let's stick with LinkedIn right now. LinkedIn gives you many options for awareness, brand awareness, for consideration and for conversions as well. For B2B, I really recommend to use two options. It's a website visits to a landing page and direct lead generation inside LinkedIn. Uh, the last one works better so say uh, that again so web, uh, website visits to a landing page can you explain what a landing page is yeah yeah for example landing page has provide a customer with information yeah with a hook or lead magnet uh, when they can download something in exchange of information yeah not the home page usually uh, direct service uh, direct services pages works worse so i recommend in order to generate leads i recommend to provide case study or report something they can uh, dole out uh, so I'm, i know i'm being annoying here alexander but that's a really important point you just made there so they perform worst when you run an ad sending someone to a services page this is what we do so you you're, you're going to waste money by running that ad and you're saying don't do that take a step in between whereby they visit a download page, which is a case study about that service or about pain related to that service. And you're far more likely to bring them into your funnel. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So when I 
I uh, tested a lot to LinkedIn and Facebook and I tried different offers, services. Uh, so I figured out that case studies works uh, better. For, for example, if you promote your service directly without giving something in exchange, yep. uh, your conversion rate can be uh, 2-3%. When you promote a case study, for example, yeah? So people yep. have to download uh, a case study. Yep. The conversion rate increase drastically. Like I achieved even a 70% conversion rate. 7-0. Yeah. It means from wow. 100 people, 70 people download the case study. Yeah. Wow. So, you spend $100, 100 pounds, 100 euros, 1 euro or whatever per click. So 100 visitors and with a direct service offer, you get two or three people yeah. taking further action going the case study route with the download and putting in their contact details, 70% yeah. max. Obviously, that's the top end, but that's a huge difference. So 70 people out of the 100. Wow. Usually, uh, cost in LinkedIn, uh, cost for LinkedIn click is very expensive. Like yeah. for 100 clicks, you have to pay at least $5 per click. It's in wow. UK and, and the United States as, as well. United States, maybe more than that, maybe $10 per click. Is it like Google AdWords where the cost per click decreases with a better quality score or, or is that different? Yeah, it's mostly it's mostly the same. You just need to test the offers put okay. on your landing page. Relevance score doesn't really matter. Things that matter is your conversion rate and your return on investment. Alexander, I cut you off earlier. So you, you're telling us about the two methods. One was website click to a landing page. What was the second one you described? Second one is lead generation inside LinkedIn. So basically, you don't need to use a landing page in order to okay. get some de details. And how does that work? It works. Uh, so basically, you set up a form inside LinkedIn. So your potential customers are uh, seeing your advertising and they click on it. Then they see a form inside LinkedIn. They don't need to redirect to a landing page. So they, they complete the form inside LinkedIn. But here is a single uh, minus. Yep. When you do... When you do lead generation inside LinkedIn, you are not able to track to use remarketing, you know, about remarketing. Oh, right. So those ads that follow you around after you visit yeah. a website. Yeah. So when you are using your your landing page, you can uh, insert your tracking code from LinkedIn, for, from Facebook, from Google, and then you can remarket your audience uh, everywhere you know, on the internet. You can follow yeah. them till they complete the action you desire. Yeah, okay. But if they're filled in a form, then you could live with that, right? Yeah, uh, in, uh, inside inside LinkedIn, uh, you have better conversion rate. Okay. If you are using lead generation objective inside LinkedIn, you have better conversion rate. Conversion being they fill in the form and hit enter or whatever it is. Yeah. Okay. I suggest to use uh, lead generation inside LinkedIn at the beginning. You also can test a landing page. Sure. What are the costs for the form for the LinkedIn internal lead generation? Uh, the cost is per click are the same. You're paying for the clicks. Yeah. Okay. And so for listeners, generally, the less friction there is in a sales process, the more likely they are to convert. So if they are on LinkedIn looking around, they see something interesting and they don't have to leave the site, then I guess what Alexander is saying there is that they're more likely to then just, I'm here now, I may as well fill in the form, as opposed to going off to another website, looking around, going, hmm, do I trust the site, etc., then filling in a form there. So it's just, it's more of a natural flow. Yeah, Is that about right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. Yeah. Okay. 
Well, I was going to ask you, do you tend to favor direct sales ads? But I think you've pretty much answered that versus the content-based advertising. So you said case studies or reports or things like that tend to perform better than the direct. For sure. I lost <laughs> a lot of money doing direct sales, direct <laughs> advertising. Then I switched to case studies, content, and it works well for right. any for any business. It works better, especially for service-based business. Sure. I think anyone listening to this podcast episode needs to send you a LinkedIn message to say thank you for losing that money on our behalf uh, because we have learned through you. So thank you for that. So you described the case studies. Are there any other types of content that you have tested? I used to test direct offer and content offer like case study or uh, report. So... Um, what do you call a direct offer? Is that get a free trial, book a call with us, that sort of thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Book a call with us. Uh, yeah, get a free consultation, stuff like that. Okay. I don't recommend to use this, but however, yeah. you can do a, a split test between offers and see which one performs better for you. There is no yeah. rule when you're doing advertising. Yeah, exactly. Test and measure. Do you recall the case study that you put up on LinkedIn? Yeah. Can you talk us through what you did there? Sure. Uh, what exactly would you like to hear? What was the, the nature of the offer? And then I think you included some numbers, whether it was click-through rates or CPA, the cost per acquisition and some of the numbers that you included. Basically, you can see here a screen. If you have a case study on a desktop, you can see a screen here when I tested our offers and I, and I decreased my lead acquisition cost from $70 to $30 per lead. Wow. As I said, I did it by using a case study instead of direct offer. So the case study offer wins. It helps me to decrease my lead acquisition cost. Yeah. What sort of targeting can an HR business do? Basically, there are two types of targeting on LinkedIn. You can target by uh, company size and job seniority. Yep. And you also can target by job seniority and group member groups. People are uh, that are members of targeted groups. But you have to do research here to figure out what is your targeted group. Give me an example. What is the company you would like to target? What is your perfect customer? Well, I guess let's call it two types for the consultants. It might be either a company with... 500 employees and they're looking to contact the HR director in not necessarily any industry, but should be in one industry. And then the other one is often the small to medium business owner for the smaller consultants. Yeah, basically you can you can target business owners by company size. Right. And you can target also by uh, by job. So you are looking to target HR manager inside the yep. company. Yep. By job seniority, company size, and job type, like uh, HR manager. So you can sure. target them by this. Uh -huh. And then if you want to choose a particular industry, you can add industry as well? Yeah, industry yep. as well. That's great. Okay. I suppose you have many many industries industries you target, yeah, like, a, like as a HR profession. Yeah. And I think people listening who have used some of the LinkedIn tools like Sales Navigator on the sales side, they would have seen a lot of this targeting. But obviously, with the case study element, it is more powerful. And if you make sure you include an industry to that, so don't just contact HR directors in a business with 500 employees and offer them a case study on employee retention. You offer them a case study for employee retention in the financial services industry and then only target that at the HR director level for companies in the financial services industry and then have different campaigns running. Does that make more sense to segment them up? You get better return, right? 
Yeah, yeah. You also can split test with your targeting. See okay. uh, which target con converts uh, converts better for you. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, were there any other learnings or advice from the case study that you did? Short offers perform better for me in my case, but you also can test long offers to split test them. The, the, everything depends on your uh, copywriting skill. My copywriting skill is not that good. Uh, <laughs> my, English, <laughs> my English as well. So every time I do advertising, I try to... Uh, Keep it short and to sweet. Keep it short and sweet, yeah. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> but by long copy, you mean write out a, a longer story or a longer pitch as opposed to a, a couple of sentences. That's a long versus short, is that right? Yeah. What if So if a, an HR business, whether it's an HR tech firm or a consultancy, was wanting to set up a paid campaign on LinkedIn, what are the, the key numbers you think they should watch? Key numbers, cost per conversion, right. cost per lead, then uh, conversion rate from uh, your leads. Let's say if you generated 100 leads, you need to close at least 10% of them. It's a good rate. Right. I also suggest to, if you are not good at sales, I also suggest to outsource this part to someone who can do it for you. Because I personally outsource this part of selling my services. You mean the getting on the phone part? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So right. yeah, basically cost per lead generation and uh, what is your return on average return on investment from one single customer? Well, yeah, good question. So that depends. If it's an HR software tool, recruitment marketing tool that has a small monthly subscription, it will be lower, but maybe the lifetime value gets bigger as they reduce churn and all that sort of stuff. Whereas a recruitment firm that does headhunting for CEOs, you know, obviously that's a much higher lifetime value or average spend per client. So it does depend on every business and their situation. But I think what I took from those numbers that you shared there is probably worth sitting down and listing out the funnel if you like. So that if you're going to spend X amount, how many clicks, conversions to the downloading the thing to the actual, we'll have a call and you'll turn into a client and then how much do they spend? Add all that together or work it all out and you'll know how much you can spend and how much you should spend to acquire more clients. So a natural yeah. flow. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, basically, when you're doing lead generation, you gener uh, you're uh, inside LinkedIn you are generating a, a base of potential customers. So this base is also a value for you. Uh, you can reuse this base. You can make some marketing automation with this base. You can provide more content to that base you generated during the years. So yeah. you can you, you build a relationship with them. And then, for example, if from 100 leads, you can close 10 leads in the early period. For the leads that you are not close, you can use them in your marketing, uh, your, your marketing automation to set them content. And then you can contact yeah. them again after one year, after two years and close them because yeah. you already, you're, you build a trust and they know you. I also suggest to add those people from your lead generation base to your LinkedIn profile. So you stay connected inside LinkedIn. And then yep. when opportunity arise, you just send them a message. That's a very good point. So even if they don't convert straight from a, a LinkedIn ad or a LinkedIn form or download option, you then have an opportunity to educate them and let them get to know you so that you establish the relationship and that later on they yeah. decide is you and your services and yeah. perhaps that's when the need arises they may not have a need right now but at least this way you, they're in your information funnel yep okay alexander i think we've covered a lot of ground there thank you very much for all of that 
it's been really useful, I think. So um, tell me, if people want to get in touch with you, learn from you, use your services, refer clients to you, what's the best way for them to do that? Uh, the best way to contact me is via LinkedIn. Very good. I think that makes sense, since you're a LinkedIn expert. All right, Alexander, thank you very much for your help today. It's been excellent. Yeah, thank you for the invitation, and I appreciate all the questions, and I wish you a good luck with your HR business and uh, your listeners, a good luck with their business as well. Thanks, Alexander. Thank you, and have a great day. Thanks for joining us today on A Better HR Business, the podcast that explores the world of HR consulting and HR tech businesses. For show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Remember to subscribe and share the show with any friends who are busy growing a HR business. Thanks and see you next time.